0: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello and welcome to your Wednesday edition of the Arrowhead Drive. I'm Pete Sweeney. Let's start your morning with today's outlook on the Kansas City Chiefs. Here's what you need to know for Wednesday, January 11th.
1: Yeah, I think we're playing. I think we're playing well, man. I mean, defense has stepped up, played really good these last few weeks. Offensively, we've had good spurts. Obviously, we feel like we can play even better. I mean, I always feel like we can play better as an offense, but uh, we we got it's coming from everywhere. We you know, Kadarius is having big games. is getting involved. Um, Obviously, Travis, we have guys everywhere getting involved, making plays happen. And so, uh, like you said, a win's a win. Uh, We're we're worried about winning, not covering spreads. So, uh, we'll try to keep that momentum rolling and uh, get a win this week. It was next week, actually.
0: We have to agree with Patrick Mahomes after one of the more well-rounded performances from the Chiefs all season on Saturday against the Raiders. We've discussed at length some of the issues that have plagued the Chiefs this season. Inconsistency on defense, up-and-down offensive line play, turnovers on both sides of the ball, and at times catastrophic special teams play. Well, there was none of that in their one seed clinching performance against Las Vegas, and it was certainly nice to see that just ahead of the playoffs. Regular season awards and accolades are fun, but it's all about the postseason, and the Chiefs logged one of their best all-around performances of the year just ahead of the bye week. Unfortunately, they didn't leave Saturday's game totally unscathed, with defensive end Frank Clark dealing with a groin injury to monitor before their first playoff matchup. Andy Reid added on Monday, they don't believe it's serious, and they are hopeful he'll be available with the week of rest. Nicole Hardman seemed like he was trending in the right direction, but ultimately the Chiefs decided to give him extra rest, and he'll now have the extra time to make sure he's 100%. Kicker Harrison Butker, who was dealing with back spasms, managed to play and didn't miss a beat, so overall, this team appears as healthy as you can be heading into the postseason. Yeah, well, you try, you know, you don't know exactly. Uh, a couple of the teams we've played, a couple of teams we haven't. You know, we'll we'll try to focus in on the ones we think that we have a chance to play most of all, but also cover all of them. And uh, while, while we have time with the, I'm saying as a coaching staff, and then we'll narrow that down for the players uh, as we get them this week, you know, before we actually know for next week. Uh, but we'll, you know, we'll just, we'll work on some things that we need work on. Since Patrick Mahomes became the Chiefs' starting quarterback, they are no strangers to a first round bye. Kansas City has taken the AFC's top seed three times in the last five seasons and clinched byes in four of those. Andy Reid's bye week preparation is well documented and the Chiefs get a nice break before the pressure of the postseason sets in. One thing we can count on is this team being well prepared even if the execution doesn't always follow. Now, There's always a chance one of these teams in the AFC playoffs pulls off a huge wildcard upset. But as of now, the most likely scenario is the Chiefs will face either the Chargers or the Jaguars in the divisional round. It would take the Ravens or Dolphins pulling off huge upsets over the Bills or Bengals for the Chiefs to have a different divisional outcome. So strictly going by the highest probability, the Chiefs can start preparations for teams they already know well. Of course, the Chargers are playing really well at the moment and are as healthy as they've been all season. The Chiefs saw the Jags earlier this year and know the system well, with former Andy Reid assistant Doug Peterson calling out the plays. It's not guaranteed, and they'll certainly be paying close attention to every playoff matchup, but the Chiefs have a strong chance of facing a team they're highly familiar with when they take the field for their first playoff game.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like it's changed. I have two kids now. I'm married. Uh, I'm kind of an old soul, old soul so uh, I am kind of the oldest. I am uh, li- literally the oldest quarterback in the AFC. It speaks to the talent that we have in the AFC. Um, and uh, the guys that look, I'm looking around at are going to be there for a long time. So I'll be the old head in the AFC for a while now. Um, and uh, I'll try to use that experience uh, to my advantage.
0: It remains absolutely nuts that at just 27 years of age, Patrick Mahomes will be the oldest starting quarterback in the AFC this postseason. It says a lot about the young talent in the AFC, and can we please get some young quarterbacks in the NFC? Lamar Jackson, who's missed several weeks with a knee injury, is still up in the air this week, but if he's able to go, he's only 26, along with Joe Burrow and Josh Allen. Tua's status is up in the air for the Dolphins after another concussion, but if he can take the field, both he and Justin Herbert are 24, while Jaguars starter Trevor Lawrence rounds out the youngsters at 23. Feel old? yet, yeah, Chiefs fans, yeah, 27-year-old Patrick Mahomes, he-, he does too. It's also worth noting that at only 27, Mahomes is by far the most experienced postseason quarterback in the group and he'll look to use that to his advantage against the other talented youngsters in the AFC.
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously, the MVP award is a special award that, uh, that, you, that if you get it, I mean, you'll cherish that for the rest of your life, and I will for sure. Um, it's something that I think you look back, look back at more at the end of the season or at the end of your career, and you think about those great times that you had, I mean, uh, it's a trophy that symbolizes the team that was around you. And so you think about those memories you have with those guys and how you went to battle with them and, and were able to get, win a lot of football games. And so, like you said, I mean, we're focused on the Super Bowl right now and trying to get there and win it. Um, but obviously, it, it'll be a, still be a big moment in my life that I'll be able to forever remember.
0: It's no secret the NFL's MVP award has become a quarterback award at this point. You have to go back all the way to 2012 to find someone who wasn't a quarterback who took the award home. All it took then was a record-setting 2,000-yard season by Adrian Peterson, a season in which he put the Vikings on his back and carried them to a playoff berth. Like any good leader, Mahomes acknowledged that a second MVP award is something he'll cherish, but it says a lot about the team and the guys around him. Mahomes is currently running away with the MVP award and the odds, and at this point it's safe to say he'll go home with his second award in just five seasons as an NFL starter. Of course, his first MVP came in 2018. Chiefs won the Super Bowl the following season. So this time, we'd like to see Patrick Mahomes go two for two.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's a game we wanted to win. Um,
0: Very competitive team, talented roster they have over there. And that was also a moment for ourselves that we wanted to take it. Um, And we didn't want to have another loss after that. So we're able to keep that going. Obviously, these next three games, we want to focus on the first game first. But uh, it's a new season at this point. We have to go one and know each week we got to bring that same attitude mentality um, since that week with
1: us the rest of the year.
0: The Kansas City Chiefs defense, after a season of ups and downs, appears to have finally put it together down the stretch. It feels like you can point to the Week 13 loss to the Bengals as the turning point for the defense. And Justin Reed acknowledged that on Monday. Since he enters the AFC playoffs as one of the hottest teams in the NFL and the three-game winning streak over the Chiefs, that Week 13 loss definitely signifies that turning point in the year for the defense. And we'll now see if it can carry over to the playoffs. Justin Reed's play, as an individual, has certainly been stepped up in recent weeks. We'll have to wait one more week to see them take the field, but this young defense seems to have officially turned a corner. Yeah, that's it for the Arrowhead Drive for Wednesday, January 11th. If you've enjoyed the Arrowhead Drive, please subscribe to the entire Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network, and while you're there, leave us a rating and a review. Coming up later today, it's the Great British Chiefs Show. Also, no Arrowhead Drive on Friday this week. We'll be back Monday, once we know who the Chiefs will be playing in the divisional round of the AFC playoffs. As for me, that's a wrap for now. I'm Pete Sweeney. We'll catch you on Monday for the next edition of the Air I Drive. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals.